Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Ted. And I'm Obert. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and old sports news. Yep, that's, that's correct. Um, they won the Super Bowl a year ago. That's how old the sports news is. <laughs> <laughs> the Kansas City Taylor Swifts. Yep, congratulations to Taylor Swift for Man. dating someone who's won the Super Bowl. Twice. Three, three times. Three times. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, he really is the bad. winner of, of that relationship. Like I said, Clearly. I feel bad for, for Taylor Swift's next boyfriend because that's a lot to live. Like, that's a big shoes to fill. I don't know. Like if you phys- listen to the broadcaster, this is it. Could be love. Like physically be. big shoes? Like, I, does he have big feet? Yeah. I'm I'm assuming Well, so. I imagine. I mean, it sounds a- like we're just making a lot of assumptions here, guys. I mean... Well, put it this way, like if her next boyfriend has to have at least three Super Bowl rings, I think that's a very small dating pool, you know? No, I meant that like physically true. big feet. Like does he wear like a size like 14? I don't know. I'm sure Google would tell you, but. Probably not. Google probably doesn't have that information. I think Google's got that kind of stuff just locked and loaded. Celebrity feet sizes. That doesn't <laughs> sound like say, Google's like. <laughs> <laughs> Ted's about to go down a very strange internet rabbit hole. Tud, right, Tud, Tud Google's celebrity feet, and that's it. Tud is completely silent for is... the next 30 minutes, except for when he asks us for our credit card numbers so he can find something out real quick. Is it how big <laughs> is Travis Kelsey's feet, or how big are Travis Kelsey's feet? How big is Travis Kelsey's foot, or how big <laughs> are Travis Kelsey's feet? Yes, yes. All right, should I, just, should I just Google how big is Travis Kelsey's blank? Yes, 100%. Yeah. And then you're going to get ads for, do you need to buy someone a Super Bowl ring and don't know what size their finger is? Yeah, right. He wears a size 14 or a 15 shoe. Uh, you hit, you, that was what you said. That's pretty big. It's a pretty big shoe. It's now, big shoe. I see Chris is, Chris is now Googling um, how foot extender techniques. Foot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's T- like, I got I to gotta see if I can fill these shoes. I got I to gotta fill them shoes. I don't, listen, I, I have big, big shoes already, so I don't have to extend that much. But I do have to extend my shoes a little bit. So, <laughs> listen, I could probably, I could probably get around in size fourteen. Just okay, lace them up really good. You yeah, know? yeah. I think, I think as long as I do that, then I'll be fine. Taylor won't even notice. <laughs> she yeah, won't even and, notice the difference. You and Travis, the same person. It looks like. Uh, I mean, you're, essentially, you're, you're also what? Not, not taller. You're not six five. You're tall, but you're not that tall. I'm not. I'm not six five. No. I'm not six five, so I I do love how timely this is going to be released too. Everyone's going to be so <laughs> sick of all of the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. They, who knows if they're even still together by the time this podcast comes out? To that's be very true. Well, we could talk about Patrick Mahomes if we want. I mean, that's you know, I think he'll still be the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs by the time this comes out. I think you never know. I saw that Maybe his they- wife is going to be on the cover cover of uh, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition, which I was shocked. I thought Sports Illustrated went out of business three weeks ago, <laughs> but apparently they're still having a swimsuit edition. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that's allowed. I thought like if you don't exist as a as a as a magazine anymore, how do you still have a swimsuit edition calendar or a swimsuit edition magazine come out? I don't know. I don't get it. Wait did did they did they did they go out of business? They did. Yeah, they lost. They stopped their- illustrating. They lost their uh, they lost their license to like use like photographs and stuff like that. So like they're essentially out of business. But they're still coming out with a swimsuit edition. I mean, I guess that's a, their own photographers then, right? Because like, or maybe that's why they're going with Patrick Mahomes' wife and not Patrick Mahomes. You know, like that's why Patrick Mahomes isn't in the swimsuit edition, but his wife is. I mean, I don't think any of us want to see Patrick Mahomes in a bikini. 
search the internet. (laughs) 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 I guarantee you it's going to pop up. You know what? I'm going to leave that one unsearched on my browser feed. That you one will to. stay. Nope. No, I'm good. Your your search your search history, Travis Kelsey's blank size, and then and then Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes bikini question mark? <laughs> Sexy question mark. <laughs> Next search Patrick Mahomes bikini real. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes bikini AI. You know, this would be this would be really helpful if I had a if like we had like a VPN sponsorship right now. <laughs> like this brought to you by NordVPN. Don't search without it. <laughs> right. Oh man. Well, anyways, rest in peace to Sports Illustrated. I didn't know about that. Yep. Oh, that's, now we want to talk real real old sports news. I mean, do we want to talk about how the uh, the Texas Rangers won the World Series? I mean, we can go that far back. Good job, Texas Rangers. Congratulations. Uh, you deserved it. Good job getting all those balls over the fence. I don't know who won the NBA championship, but congratulations to you, NBA champions from from June of last year. Was it at the Nuggets? We're just getting it all out of the way, you know? Oh, it was was the Nuggets. Congratulations, Nuggets. Um, Congratulations, UConn, on winning the uh, men's NCAA basketball tournament. You know, this will be about almost a year to when this podcast is recorded (laughs) that they won. (laughs) Get them all. You know, it's a good sports year for the middle of the country. You know, you got Denver, you got Kansas City, um, you know, the, the, the it's a good year. Right. That's what Ve- I'm, it's like a good year Vegas, to not be on the coast. If you Vegas uh, won the, the Stanley Cup, I think. That's right. I think the Golden Knights did win. And then there's UConn, so, bringing up the middle of the country. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Atlantic Ocean. Fuck you, California. We All the victories, all of us mountain states, we're going to win them all. <laughs> good luck. UConn's still the best team. Okay, college is different, you know. I, but um, I mean, I don't know. College football, uh, Michigan, right? Michigan, Michigan just won the the college football playoffs. Congratulations, to Michigan! I don't I know. Think we said all every sport now at this point. I mean, who won the WNBA championship? Um, oh. boy, all this sports talk about <laughs> the last three hundred and sixty-five days. <laughs> really old sure sports has made me thirsty that shows you how popular the WNBA is folks um the soundboard appears to be malfunctioning so no what? no way i'm so yeah. shocked <laughs> this is like the first time ever i think it's had an issue <laughs> yeah hang on maybe I can all right well i'll maybe put I, in the maybe um, i can add it this way hang on hang on hang on it's beer 30 and i'm thirsty I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Boom. All right. See, IT Tut over here, just fixing things on the fly. (laughs) I was going to cut out all of our technical difficulties, but uh, we'll leave that in, okay? (laughs) Um, All right, I'm going to grab a beer. But before I do, I need you guys to check something for me. What do you need? So I'm bringing a beer from Great Notion uh, tonight, newly available I've in my that. area. I've heard of that brewery before. And the beer I would like to drink is called Ripe, but there's a chance I've checked it in. So I need I need one of you all to check. Nope, there's no there's no Obi. Okay, I will go get it. 
lot of chickens on this beer. Holy shit. There's probably like an extra ripe or double ripe or something that I've checked in. But uh, so like I said, this is great notion. This is big news when this hit my local packy equivalent in Montana because they're a brewery out of Portland, I believe. They are out of Portland. Which one? That, which Portland? Um, you know, the Oregon one, obviously. <laughs> um, well, listen, there's two different Portlands. One's a hellhole and one's awesome. You know, and they both have great beer. Um, the This is, I've, I've had a lot of beer from the brewery before, and they just started distributing to Montana, which I was so excited. I was like literally a kid in a candy store when they first, I first saw them. I was like, I'm going to take that four pack and that four pack and that four pack. <laughs> But I had so much velvet Merkin to drink. I haven't been able to have it on the podcast until now. So very excited for this. It's been a long time coming. I saved this style or this beer variant from Great Notion to have on the show because it is, I think, one of their more flagshipy beers, but it's also an amazing IPA I've heard. So let's find out. I don't know if I've had much Great Notion. I know we get it out here. I just don't. I can't recall how much of it I've had. Chris, I'm sure you get it down where you live, too. I honestly, this is a brewery that I've not had, I don't believe. Um, And I really would like to try because I've heard nothing but amazing things. So um, I haven't seen them. But again, I haven't I haven't really gone to a lot of like bottle shops down here yet. So or more recently, I should say. So maybe we get more than last time I was in a bottle shop. So. Chris is like, listen, I'm just on a beer review podcast. I know, right? <laughs> it's not like I need to go and get, you know, good beer. No. I'm surprised that you can find them in Connecticut. I think that I thought it was like a Tavor thing in Connecticut. I didn't realize that you could get them at the shop, at the packy. Yeah, no, I've I've definitely seen them. I mean, you know, hell, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six friends who have checked this in on Untapped. So, you know, and no. So it's out there. You, you two are the only people who don't who are on my friends group and untapped who don't live here. So, so this is going to be old news to some of our listeners, but you know, I think, I think sometimes listeners like to hear us review a beer that they've had before, because that seems to me like more interesting than reviewing a beer they've never had before. Yeah. They can relate to what you're saying. Yeah. Or disagree with you. So this is a, my favorite to review hazy IPA. <laughs> it says ripe is loaded with tropical notes of mango and papaya. Um, gotta say when we spin our, wheel of fruits to describe beer we don't really pull papaya out all that often oh my the plosives on this microphone they're killing me with the papaya <laughs> i think it's called i think it's called papaya papaya okay i'll i'll, I'll use that one maybe it's softer plosives <laughs> um also very cool can art it is a skeleton pirate um even though he has zero eyeballs he does have an eye patch and he's eating what look to be very, very ripe peaches. They're just dripping all over his, his shirt and everything. I think that's a papaya. Oh, okay. Excuse me. It's a very ripe papayas. But okay, let's see. It smells amazing. It smells like the name would... How do you think it smells? Just like juicy, oozy fruit. Very good. Good fruit deliciousness. Let's see if um, the mouth taste holds up. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. The verdict is very, very good. 
Um, uh, you know, we describe IPAs as juicy all the time, and I think it's an overused term now. You know, sometimes I'll have like a juicy little thing and be like, this isn't juicy. This is just an IPA, you know? It's just a thing. It's just a thing. This is like treehouse juice machine levels of juice in this beer. That's impressive. I can see why it's so popular. Um, this I should also point out canned on 110. So this is about whatever, five, six weeks old when we're recording this. The one difference between this and a juice machine, I would say, is where um, juice machine has that same very papaya mango forward punch on the front of the taste, right? On your nose, the front of your palate. It finishes in like a yellow starburst sweet syrupiness that this finishes more of a bitter hop bite. Hmm. Not necessarily a bad thing. Um, no, not at all. It's just, I think the difference between where a juice machine probably ends up tasting a little sweeter and a little more floral. This, I have a little bit more IBU bite at the end, which just makes me want to go back for another sweet sip. You know, it's like it goes the full, it leaves the palate ready for your next sip. But I'm very impressed. Um, I don't, I don't even know what to give this beer. I, I am going to go there. I'm going four and a half. Wow. Okay. Very good IPA. I don't, I normally reserve the four and a halves for like the burials, the tree houses, the trilliums. Um, That's impressive. And maybe I'll have to seek out this great notion beer. I think you should. I think you should. And another reason I think it it gets such a high rating for me is because it's not like the double, triple, ultra ripe where maybe it goes too far. This is 7% ABV. It hits that perfect sweet spot of an amazing juicy IPA without going to be too extreme. Wow. Sounds it sounds amazing. I'm I definitely maybe maybe I'll have to venture out into the world. <laughs> yeah. And when um when you get your sense of smell there. and taste back. I know, right? Yeah, when I'm when I'm back to having all of my senses with me. Um I know they say when you lose senses, your others are heightened. That is incorrect. That's not how that works. <laughs> I, no? I cannot see nor hear any better. Can you hear me? No, Can I can't. Uh, I can't hear you, Ted. No. Um, Chris has lost his sense of smell and taste, and he's stubbed his toe six times in the last week. <laughs> exactly. I can't. I, I don't know it, though. I can't feel a thing. Hit, and he almost got hit by a car today, even though it was blaring its horn at him. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, it's a oh. mess. It's a mess over here. I'm like a I'm like a really shitty bat. Um, uh, all right, so this one has I think I think to no surprise a ton of ratings on Untapped. There is thirty two thousand two hundred and sixty five. Wow! So many, many, many. It's a lot of reviews. A lot of reviews. Um, I think the average is gonna be well short of what I gave it because it is I think more or less their flagship IPA. I think it's very much associated with the brand and sometimes that will drag the rating down a little bit i still think it's gonna be over 4.10 i think it's gonna be in the 14s so um i'll say 4.17 that's a respectable guess and you're not that far off it's actually higher than that it is a four wow 4.21 so wow 32 very high average 32 32,000 chickens to have a 4.2 some odd average is it's stout. Nothing to sneeze at. No. Yeah. And I, I sneeze at everything right now. 
yeah, I um I have another great notion in my fridge that I was saving as a backup in case I had wrote, checked this in before, but uh, and I was going to save it for the next episode, but I don't know if it's going to last that long in my fridge. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like it's not going to. Yeah. I'm going to steal it. <gasps> <laughs> um. Speaking of beer in my fridge for other people, I was able to find the non-barrel aged Dark Star for Ooh. a time. I bought a six pack. um, And so now I think I can wait no longer on getting a beer box together. I got to get one. And I'm hoping maybe we could do like a triple review. I could send one to you guys. I I haven't reviewed it yet, but I want it. Maybe we can send it to you guys. I know that uh, the clock is ticking (laughs) on Ted's uh, availability here, but maybe I'll put a box together this week. A little Valentine's Day present for my bros, you know? Could always be, could always be an, you know, a welcome back to the world gift. Reborn. Yeah. Born again. Um, no, I'm excited. I, I, I know last time you had mentioned you had the barrel aged dark star, which makes no sense how that's not a rusty nail, but you can send that to me too. More than happy to take that bullet for you, but I am happy you found the, the non barrel aged version because I do plan on brewing this beer at some point. Um, I well, really depending do on how it brew. tastes. You got to find out. You don't want, you know, that is kind of a big thing. Yeah. Like if I get it and I'm like, this is nasty. Like, yeah. Do I not brew it? <laughs> Why would you at that point? You know, you you just saved yourself a whole batch of beer from not liking it. The one thing I, I found out today, too. Have you, ever, have you ever heard of raw beer? No. Chris? No. Is it the same as, like, unpasteurized? No. Actually, the exact opposite. Um, Very pasteurized. It is a it pasture. Is pa- it's pasteurized. It's essentially brewing beer where you only do the sparging process. And then you bring it up to, like... 75-ish degrees Celsius, 77 degrees Celsius, or 77 degrees Fahrenheit, sorry. 75, 77 oh, degrees I was gonna Fahrenheit. I going to say, let's use some freedom units here. Come on. <laughs> um, you just don't bring it up to the full 81 where all the, the DFS or DNS or whatever the bad stuff that you don't want in your beer starts to form because that forms there and then it you boil it to basically kill that off. Um, And then you, so at 77 degrees, you just cool it down, transfer it to your fermenter, Pitch the yeast and go. Uh, and the uh, the 77 degrees, or getting it up to at least 75, is the pasteurization temperature to kill off most things. <laughs> you sure we're not talking about Celsius? I think so. Because that I seems think it's, awfully cool. Yeah. Like, I, awfully I think cold. It's, I think it's 88, honestly. That's what I've oh, always so heard. so maybe I am speaking Celsius terms. Or so, yeah, 1.21 so, It or sounded something. weird to go 77 Celsius, but no, I guess... I guess no, it would be Celsius. Seventy-seven Celsius. Just don't go to eighty-one Celsius. I feel like seventy-seven Celsius. Seventy-seven is a Fahrenheit lot, is like it? is seventy-seven Celsius. Fahrenheit is like putting it on your counter on a reasonably warm day. Isn't seventy-seven Celsius like really really hot though? Like it's basically yeah, the rule Celsius. What you double it and add half? I have no idea. I'm not a smart I think that's person. Kilometers. No. Um. hundred Celsius is two hundred twelve. Oh, it's so. it's one hundred and seventy degrees. So yeah, I guess that's yeah. So, that, but that's pasteurizing for like milk and stuff. Why don't they just why don't they just take the beer and do this? Then it's pasteurized. That was a a great podcast <laughs> joke. I have to say. For those Very of you who didn't see, Chris, Chris no, passed, no, it. I Chris passed a water it bottle in front of his eyes. <laughs> oh no! But but did I, you guys I, know that that's that's sign language for how you how you 
make the sign language for pasteurized milk is you literally do the the like the sign language symbol for milk and you move it past your eyes and that's pasteurized milk really i know sign language and i didn't even know uh-huh. it yeah oh my god i'm so smart well do you know what deaf people can never see john cena deaf people also not big fans of this podcast <laughs> thank you god <laughs> we don't we don't publish they this would in not Braille. enjoy they would not enjoy that last joke i just made <laughs> um no but yeah i want to try this raw beer thing too i think this this seems like a cool idea uh, apparently it's really big okay. still to this day in like sweden germany like some of the european things but you can you can do it with celsius makes more sense now yeah i get yeah i guess so um but you can do it with with any type of beer you can make like a hazy ipa out of it and you just don't have to boil it um yeah and i would imagine yeah you have probably just more um what's the word i'm looking for less t-rex ability it's they have more like dissolved solids in your beer because it's like you don't as you get to the higher temperatures a lot of those complex chemicals break down i bet you it's earthier tasting too or at least it will taste more strawy if that like it'll taste more like the grains are horse blankety you know there you go it tastes more horse it tastes more like the grains are sticking in it um you're not gonna lose like if you put oats in it you're not gonna be like oh this doesn't taste like oats it's probably going Mm -hmm. to taste like oatmeal so are there commercially available beers that you can find that are like this or is it in europe i think so i don't think i was gonna say or just like the fda not let you sell beers that aren't pasture that aren't up at this temperature and honestly i have no idea because i just heard of it today um okay so i'm i'm hoping maybe i'm catching maybe i'm starting a fad and what is the name of this again what is it called raw beer or raw ale so if our listeners have had any raw beers i want them to tell us in the discord yeah for sure we can find some just one more fun fact this is what the the poor folk did back in the day before they could they could buy like cast iron kettles to like boil shit in this is how they did it because they didn't have the means of heating up something hot enough to boil because they would have burnt their uh their bear their wooden barrel down with fire if they were trying to to boil something in it so oh okay i gotcha just some lukewarm soup for beer <laughs> i'm 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 excited i'm trying it I, I i can't wait very cool well speaking of not being able to wait i got a 0.04 on the board very true and, uh, yeah i got a challenger here Let's see. End of regulation, 0.04. Heading into overtime. Can uh, die it up. <laughs> Again, a very timely uh, Super Bowl joke. <laughs> they stole my joke. So I was going to review a collaboration between one of our favorite uh, stout breweries and one of our favorite Connecticut breweries um, with Barrel Souls and Abomination. But I'm going to hold that off till next week um, because of what you brought to the podcast. Okay. And how you described it, and I looked at my fridge, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is this is too perfect." Oh, I'm what, excited now. What I have here is, uh, Ober, what did you say that the ripe was close to from Treehouse? Juice machine. Okay, perfect. What I have here is I have Green Machine. Oh. Which is Juice Machine and Green, I believe, had a baby. Um, cool. Oh, interesting. So uh, the can, just for the listeners at home, are is green. It's the green. It's the juice machine robot on a background of green. Um, and it says green machine at the top. It's a very simple can, but I figure this is probably a, a, the best day of it. It's a simple kind of can. <laughs> there you go. It's, it comes in at 8. 8.4% ABV. Um, I figured why not? This is probably the best day to bring another Treehouse beer to the podcast. Yeah, I like it. 
Now, did you get this at the brewery? I did. I did. Um, I'll once I pour the can, I will t- or once I pour the beer, I'll tell you when it was canned on. All right. So this baby was canned on oh one one twenty twenty four on New Year's Day. Nine nine days before the beer I drank. Nine days before. As you can see, it poured just like your standard typical New England IPA. It's it's basically the same color as Obert's IPA. Um, Yours looks a little bit more dank, whereas mine looks a little bit more yellow, I would say. But it's again, it's hard to tell with the webcam. I mean, if I turn my office lights on, I don't know if it's that much different. Um, but yeah, this is your stereotypical New England IPA. On the nose, it does smell a little bit more marijuana-y than your typical IPA, just because that's what green, that's the reason green is named green. It smells like weed. That's kind of the whole point of the name. Um, but you also get some of those tropical notes. You know, I don't, I don't know if I smell any papayas, but there's definitely some tropical fruits in there. Let's, uh, see how it tastes. So, you know, Obert, based on your description of what your beer tasted like, I have to imagine that this beer tastes eerily similar. Um, you get a lot Man, of Man, I wish I wish we could do a side by side. You know, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, all so, of as us. Soon as they, so we all. As, <laughs> as soon as they invent the ability to share a beer over an internet connection, that we got to be the early adopters on that. I mean, I'm still waiting for Smellovision to come around. I mean, yeah. can we just do teleportation? Can we, that would make everything easier, Wouldn't right? Wouldn't that be great? That'd be awesome. We could choose a brewery from around the country, teleport to it, record our podcast from it, and then teleport home every week. That would that would be great. There you go. Science, what are you even doing? We could doing? do a live show and have our, all of our audience t- teleport there, too. That's there you go. also true. Oh, my God. Um, we'd have to change our name Science. of our podcast because it'd be drinking with friends via teleportation. Yeah, you know what? Forget the whole teleportation thing. <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> Screw it. I'm not interested anymore. Um, this is just a goal of ours to see how much we can get Chris to cough during an episode. Broke bro Chris again. Um, so no. So what this what's this what this tastes like is it's it is. Oh, but tell me if I'm wrong with yours. Tropical, fruity up front. Um, I'm not. I don't know what a papaya tastes like. I don't know. Um, I, so I'm going to say it's papaya-y because... It's like a sweeter papaya, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think that that's a, I think this tastes kind of like a, pa- a sweet papaya. Um, but then it does finish with a little bit more hop bite. It does not finish like your normal New England IPA because that's not how green finishes. Green is a little bitier than your typical New England IPA. That's what I love about green is it doesn't taste like anything else because of the galaxy hops. Because galaxy is bitier. So this is... Oh, but I feel mouth like we're drinking Pringles. the same beer. What's that? I know. I what said mouth, uh, mouth, mouth Pringles. Yeah, Mouth Pringles. It's got Mouth Pringles. It's, this is, if I've ever, like, I can't believe we're describing the beer the same way. I'm so happy I had this in my fridge. Um, yeah, what an incredible beer. It is, you know, it's, it does have a little bit of dankness on the back end, too. I don't know if yours has that, but I think that's just kind of the green characteristics flowing through the juice machine. Um, awesome beer. I, you know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rehash Obert's entire review. I feel like it's the same beer. Um, I think this well, is a f- all I w- want to add is that I can't get Green Machine here, but maybe you can get ripe in Connecticut. So it's up to you to determine if they're the same beer or not. I will. I will keep my eyes peeled next time I'm in a liquor store to see if I can find it. Um, if not, I mean, if you have an extra can, you could toss it in the toss it in the box. 
Or oh. you could send some green machine Ooh, to Montana. I only, have one, option. I only have one left. The fairest Ooh, thing, the fairest thing, okay. honestly, is for both of you to send me the both this of seems, them. Yeah, I think that makes sense because That's, he's unbiased. He hasn't had either one. Exactly. That so. makes so much sense. But he can't so, taste yeah. anything, so we can't send anything to him. Not yet. I will eventually some someday. That's what you told us last week too, and is this I, has not? I changed, swear, so. I had my I had my taste buds back, and now they're gone again. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Watch him be like, he'll never be able to taste Papa Yuz ever again in his life. <laughs> it would be, you know, it's the weirdest thing because, like, I, and this is just shows how broken my brain is because, like, you know, I was sick and I was like, oh, I want to eat my feelings, and it's like, well, what's the point? Like, what does it matter? So there, there's been times where I'm like, I would go, and, I would go and like, I like if I was if I wanted a munchy snack or whatever, I'd be like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna go grab some carrots because who the fuck cares? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, what? Right. So I actually made better choices because I was like, well, who cares? I mean, that's all. That's, there you go. That's good. I know, but it still sucks because carrots. I know my brain knows carrots aren't as good as pretzels, you know? So, like, it's like, I don't know. It's dumb. Don't get don't get sick, guys. Okay, noted. Chris is trying to revert his brain to, like, being a toddler and being like, no, trust me, this is just as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Mushy peas. Mushy peas. Um, I'm going to give this a four and a half, just like Obert gave okay. his a four and a half. Nice. Wow. Um, you know, I, I do think, though, that my rating of my beer is going to be higher than your rating. Um, Just given... That it's it's juice machine, so that's special. It's green, that's special. It's it's them having a baby, which I can't recall them doing before. Maybe this is their first time they've done this. Maybe it's not. Um, but it is a special release beer. They don't do green machine all the time. Um, so it's gonna be uh, higher. And, and Treehouse has hot pipe. Um, I know Great Notion probably has hot pipe too. But so I do want to before we go into the review, I do want to ask. You've had green, which I know is your favorite of the big four. Mm-hmm. You've have you've had juice machine. And now you've had Green Machine. Mm-hmm. So what's the hierarchy? What's the what's the ranking yeah, system we got question. going on? I like on? that question. That is a good question. Um, I I would say that Green Green is good. Uh, green is my favorite of the big the big four. It's probably the lowest out of the three. Um, just because yeah. it's your standard. I think everybody's caught up to Green now. People know how to make Green. Everybody does it now, or at least the breweries who want to do it do it. I would say then probably Juice Machine is probably next, and this is probably slightly smidges it out, just because my biggest issue with juice machine or haze or julius or is they don't have that bite at the end i like that bitiness and this mm. has that this has the juice machine juice with the green bite and it's it's good i mean it sounds um, good i've had green and juice machine and it sounds amazing so and i i might i don't have another beer here to to prepare to compare this to but like gugga gugga green super green like all those things i think this might be better like i don't remember i don't remember noticing a difference between green, green, very green, very, very green, super green. There's not a massive difference to me. This yeah. this is a different entity of the green the greeniverse. Okay. Um, and it's it's it might be my favorite. I think it I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it is my favorite. Nice. Um, Sounds amazing. I, it, I, I wanna go I wanna go there. <laughs> Teleportation, get on this. I'm gonna say that the hot pipe with this is gonna be real. Um I think other people are gonna be like me. You, know, you might say that you are a man of the people. Perhaps. I am. I've always been a man of the people. Well, uh, you were right that this is not the first release of this beer. Um, seems like it's been around for at least the last year. This is there's five thousand two hundred and sixty-two check-ins on this beer. Okay, that's I mean that's a decent amount. It's not as much as yours. Um, I've, 
is is it wrong to go over 4.0? I'm not going to go over 4.0. There's no way. Uh, no, it's not I, a, not over 4.0. No, no way. Maybe not no, even I mean, 3.0. I mean, I mean, I mean 4.4. I'm, I'm, is it? It's not. I mean, you moved no, a decimal. <laughs> <laughs> point four. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's not going to be over a point four. It's going to be right around there. But you can't guess point four. Three point. No. Four, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's lose a point here. I know, right? <laughs> 4.38. It's a very good guess. 4.38. Four's first, 3.8. I almost said 4.39, but I think a little bit lower. Yeah. Had you said a 4.39, we would have tied. But you said 4.38 instead. So I win? So I win because it's a 4.43. Oh, son of a... It is over a 4.4. <laughs> Yeah. It is. Holy yeah. shit. <coughs> yeah. Very highly rated beer. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's a that, I think that might be the highest IPA we've had. At least with 4000 plus check-ins, you know. Yeah. I don't know. There might be some burial or other treehouse beers that have crazy high averages, but yeah. Normally when we're in the 4.4s, it's the it's the barrel-aged stouts. Yeah. 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 I we've I don't think I think the highest beers we've ever had on this podcast are all barrel-aged stouts and none of them barely go over 4.5. I think we've had like two. Um I think I had them both at one point in time. And I think Chris drinking the rusty nail is up there. But this is a this is a high IPA. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to lose to you by 0.04. That's or 0.01, I guess. There's no way I was Four point four three. I'm never gonna guess that in a million years for an IPA. Yeah, it's pretty wild, pretty nuts. So, uh, how do we how do we transition here? What do we say, Chris? Do you wanna do you wanna break the news? Uh, sure. And as as thirsty as I am, I am not gonna be drinking tonight. If you haven't picked up so far this episode, I am under the weather, <laughs> and I have been for two weeks pretty much. So, um, mm. I have no taste buds, and I've been sneezing and coughing a lot. Hint, hint. If you get my, if you catch my drift, egg. I don't know if I follow. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't tell the government, but Chris may have caught COVID twenty twenty four. Yeah, I, I may have caught yeah. the new Chris COVID. Chris is patient zero, COVID twenty four. Yeah. So I, I will. You I heard will, it here first. I will. I will graciously accept my point this week as a sympathy point for winning. Well, on. In good news, if Chris is patient zero for COVID-24, this would probably be our most downloaded episode of all time. That's true. also very true. That, yeah. That, listen, this is the break we... Me suffering is the break we needed. It really is. Can you yeah. suffer a little more then? We might need a bigger break. While we're fantasizing, what if it's like a weird superhero thing where like after you come out of this cocoon of being sick, you have super heightened taste and like never get the untapped average wrong again. Except for you can't taste taste Papa Yas. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's your kryptonite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be, that would be so, that'd be so interesting. That'd be the best. It would be one of the best superpowers I could have as me. But right. a normal human that being. That would be most practical to your normal, like, everyday life. Exactly. <laughs> it's like 
that is up here. And then right under that is like cats obey your every command is that right below that. Right. And right below that is children obey my command. Because right now. That is, <laughs> no, no, that's, that is that's not, way down the list. That that's, never happens. That's not something that happens ever. Yeah. Um, but no, that, that would be that would be interesting. Would you even use untapped anymore? Like, you know, would, or would you just be like, ah, I know this is a 4.2. Okay. Like. Yeah, I would just have you. I would instead of uh, putting it into the app, I would just call you or text you and be like, "Chris, what is this beer?" Yeah. Oh, so I'm I'm both. I'm not only a taste identifying. I'm a a, a walking encyclopedia of Untapped. Maybe, Maybe <laughs> this is the Alex the Alex Mac version. <laughs> yeah, I guess. there we go. <laughs> Somehow you have gotten all of the Untapped knowledge in your brain. I can I can both be named a beer and i could tell you the untapped average but i could also taste a beer without knowing its name and tell you the untapped average that's how that's that's how it <laughs> yeah, works that's how it works there you go it, it sounds great that sounds wonderful actually actually i hope that does happen everybody's gonna want covid 24 <laughs> after that well so we i told chris i said hey todd and myself we can do the podcast on our own we don't if you you know if you're not feeling well you don't have to drink a beer you don't have to come he said no i have a handle that cannot wait another episode it has to be on today's he, he did say podcast. i heard it i heard it so that, he that must have insistent must have been a, be a, a fever a fever dream <laughs> <laughs> he then texted me a string of unintelligible characters <laughs> with, uh punctuation right after that but before we get to handles, I, I want to do I want to do roll a beer again because that was a lot of fun. Okay, you just say that because you won. Um, yeah, I think th- well, I think you won because nobody understood the, nobody understood the burial naming convention. That's very true. At the hey, I was playing to the audience. Um, yeah, not the audience is stupid. You can leave this in. Well, sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes like I we're not gonna make a broccoli beer or not throw a broccoli reference. Anyway, um, we're we could we're gonna leave this in. You, the audience is stupid. <laughs> Okay, that's how you get votes. I think the audience is very intelligent. I think they're great at picking out names for beers. I implicitly trust them to definitely pick the best name for a beer. I want to uh, have consensual relations with the audience. That's how good looking I think they are. <laughs> and and All, it's so funny and, uh, you know, charming. I just love staring into the audience's eyes and give them COVID-24. <laughs> It's a rare eyeball-to-eyeball transmitted disease. Yes. Eskimo kisses are the worst way to contact uh, (laughs) COVID-24. I don't know how much of this is staying in, how much of this is getting cut, but audience, we are doing the name a beer again, where we come up with a beer style, an adjunct to add to our beer, and a brewery name. We're all making some up we're rolling some dice we're randomly picking one of those category for each and then we have to come up with a name each and we're gonna have the audience tell us which one they think is the best and you're gonna participate more this time do you hear me audience you're gonna actually vote okay (laughs) maybe uh we should make it a, a instagram poll too i don't know that's for you sal um but so we're gonna be right back with our with our combination so see you on the other side a few moments later. Okay. You even have one a real uh, IRL D6. Yeah, Look at that. I actual, we should have had you do this all the time. I have an actual <laughs> dice. I, 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 have, I, always have, I don't know why I always have dice, but I do. All right. Chris I can, walks around rolling dice all day. That's He's it. He's like Two-Face from Batman, but with, with dice. Yeah, I'm Six-Face. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, roll a beer. 
Uh, no. Beer style. Beer style. Beer, beer style. Here we go. Two. So that's the rice lager. The rice lager. Oh, boy. Not a lot to do with that. Let's see. All right. We're going for adjunct. One. What the fuck? This is... Um, I, it's Bruce tips. I don't... This is just, I'd uh, never pick Chris Dodd. <laughs> Six. There we go. Dogfish head, right? Yeah. Yeah. A spruce tipped infused rice lager from Dogfish Head. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> well, how are you going to make it sound good is the question. Right. All right. We'll be back with our Dogfish Head spruce tip lager. 2,000 years later. Okay, so we're back. We're back with our rice lager with spruce tips from Dogfish Head. Who who wants to go first with their name for a beer? I'll, I'll go first, but I'm going to warn you. It's going to really make you all wish that you had gone first because it's that good. Oh, okay. okay. I'll listen. You'll listen to me tell you what the name of the beer is? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Okay. So presenting the Dogfish Head spruce tip lager it is the 15 second zero pa um a, a fun play on the the 60 minute ipa this is a beer where they add spruce tips 15 seconds bef- at the, before the end of the boil okay. um and it's uh you know four and a half percent abv it tastes like nothing but there are spruce tips in there you just have to hunt to find them i have to say i am kind of jealous of your of your name that's very, that's very good yeah that's very good damn Came up with that like it took me like eighty minutes to come up with mine, and it's not that good. So, yeah, that was that was really good. All right, well, maybe next time, guys. I feel like I feel like. Also, well, I should point out the shout out to the PBR whiskey with the fifteen second call out. I definitely to back. definitely picked up on that. I was like, okay. Some of the hardcore listeners probably was like, oh, you dead. Right, the f- ancient callback. Yeah, I know, right? All right, I will go. I'll go next. So the name of my beer was called Don't Buy This Beer by Dogfish Head. <laughs> That's pretty good. Ooh, I like that. It's like the don't tell me what to do. I'm going to buy it anyway. Yeah, okay. I figured a, uh, a rice lager with spruce tips. That might be a good name. We're just like, yeah, you don't want to buy this. Ted would absolutely buy a beer that says don't buy this beer IPA. Oh, 100%. Don't buy I would, this beer. Yeah. I would be in. Don't tell me I mean, don't I think all what three of do. us would be in. We'd be, we'd be yeah. like, yeah, I want the don't buy this beer. Kind of like if I was ever at the brewery that the beer, the, their rice lager is called I Have a Tiny Wiener. 100% I would sit there and say, I would like, I have a tiny wiener, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, mine's not good. So um, I decided to go a more, a more, <laughs> I, I leaned into, I leaned into more of the spruce side of things and the rice lager side of things. <laughs> and uh, I did my, my beer name released around christmas time perfect for rice lagers is the japanese spruce a festive rice lager so oh, i like it i i did think about going seasonal too like a winter like a winter name yeah i couldn't think of anything fun but because i don't know what they have for season like they have the pumpkin they is their fall seasonal i don't know what they do for a winter i would assume like they do this now brewery, a winter warmer. <laughs> oh, right. this is what they do now <laughs> they used to do pumpkin too, and now they do Japanese spruce. <laughs> yep, a, a festive rice lager. Yep, there's. <laughs> I'm imagining the beer label is just like a spruce tree in the middle of a rice paddy. Yeah, that's really good. Oh man, I like that. <laughs> With a star on top, it's got a. Yeah, yeah, it's got the lights. Yeah, I like that. See, look, I don't know. Mine's mine's pretty marketable. So has too many. As I learned last time, the audience doesn't like words. So yours has too many words. 
That's I mean that's fair. That's fair. But you know we'll see. We'll see. We'll have yeah, to know, put it up. Last time, Todd, you said you really enjoyed the creative writing exercise. I, this I think- time I've gone. This time I've gone full in anti-audience. You know what? Don't vote for mine. You were you were done. <laughs> you did. You basically you started your your name with don't. I could tell you you could the animosity towards the audience is dripping off of the uh, the name. You were done in like four seconds. I was sitting here. I was like, how is that even possible? I'm looking up dogfish beers. I'm looking up spruce tips, and I'm googling all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, and you guys are done well, in my- like a minute. And I'm like. I'm, maybe my I, first thought was I'm not a creative was, writer. I think that's what what I'm boiling down to is like I'm not creative in that way. So my um, first th- my first thought process was if I brewed this beer myself, what would I tell you guys? Don't drink this beer. I put spruce tips in a rice lager. You guys would be like, yeah, I don't know if I want to try that. I'd be like, you probably shouldn't. That's what I, I would it, say. I, I will say I think you could pull it off and it wouldn't be terrible. Yeah, I, I think that I don't think it would taste like totally. I don't think it tastes like anything. I mean, I think I think yeah. you're gonna have. Think of like a nice light crisp lager, like your rice lager, and then just like a hint, like a hint of that, like you know, piney effervescence. You know, like I think I think it could work around I Christmas time. Hashtag dogfish. Let's get on yes, this. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, write Mister Sam Coke Cook Cook. Right, write Sam Cook and tell him to to brew this beer. Okay, and also tell him that you have the perfect name for it and that is whatever wins the vote yeah there we go there we go my dearest samuel yeah. we've already done the market work for them yeah you gotta admit though if you saw fewer at total wine and you saw the 60 minute the 90 minute the 120 minute and then at the end of the line you saw the 15 second you'd be like well <laughs> i gotta try this one. Oh yeah for sure i would definitely try it just like i would try don't buy this beer and you know the what actually the least the best name out of the three of us is probably Chris's because it's the most themed. And that's probably the least one I would buy. It's too like, descriptive. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I don't want that. Like, too much. Yeah, you're like, yeah, <laughs> it, it gives too much away. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's actually, you know, yeah. that's actually a, a really funny point because thinking about uh, one of the most recent times Dana was out, she was out and about noon shopping and she's like, oh, there's a total wine here. Like, do you want anything? I was like, well, yeah. So I was like, just pick up a mix six. Like, you know what I like. Now, one thing I don't really love are amber ales right like i'm just they're not really my thing like you you you've listened to 240 episodes of this podcast you know that they're mid yeah they're mid, they're fine chris would say um <laughs> yeah as the kids as the kids and chris say they're mid yeah he's on twitch yeah. <laughs> um but when she came home three of the six beers she bought me were were amber ales because of the name she was like she was like i didn't even look i was like i just knew you would enjoy the name and she was correct they were they were funny so um but that, there you go oh, that's funny are you gonna have any on the podcast maybe do you have any no left? i have them all left it was right it oh. was like right before i got sick so i have them all so okay yeah, i'll have to have some you'll be i'll go through my amber face um on the podcast <laughs> so i think you should just blast them all in one night and we just do like all an amber review where you could just like compare and contrast. I drink all Basically, three beers. Has the best, the best name wins of the three of them. There's some good ones. There's some good ones. But we'll have to save that for another week. Um, so we're gonna head into our handles. But as we get over there, we have to say with that red carpet, it's it's around. It is around. We're not ready to even think about unrolling it yet. Well, we know who the Super Bowl champion is now, and we usually hire right. the offensive line to start rolling it out. So they're I mean the, the we Chiefs don't offensive hire, line is waiting. Hire is a is a very well, yeah, strong they, term. They, 
they volunteer. They volunteer. Yeah. They, volunteer. Right. they get to sit in the nosebleeds. It's actually it's actually voluntold. They're told by you know the NFL once they win. Hey, you guys have to go and roll out. The we have an program. agreement with, <laughs> with the NFL. Yeah. Roger Goodell's our cousin. He just does the right. he helps us out. We still have, um, I think, about a month before before Mr. Oscar. Before you'll hear all the categories, but we like to hype it up. So it's coming. It's coming. Two two episodes, you'll hear all of our glorious nominations for our amazing podcast where we award ourselves, you know, awards because we like we like how our podcast sounds. So yep. but okay. So with that, Jordan, uh, it's time to to bring us to the frosty mug of wisdom where I this week honk at myself and then fill the mug up with wisdom i think is how it works yes i don't know jordan take it away mug of wisdom Mug of wisdom. Okay, thank you, Jordan. Um, hopefully you stick around for Mr. Oscar week because uh, you're always a welcome guest on that show. But okay, like I said, me, it's me, Mr. Oscar this week. <laughs> no, not Mr. Oscar this week. <laughs> I'm the goose this week. I'm the target of the goose. It's not really clear. <laughs> uh, man of the people, perhaps. Obert of our Oberts. Um, I win. I get the frosty mug. You, know, you have to put uh, it back in the I, freezer. That's your that's your that's yeah. your job. I watched the uh, OG Charlie and the Chocolate Factory the other day, and it's or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You lose. I Good I day, sir. I haven't seen that in fifteen years, twenty years, maybe. It's a weird ass movie. It's not my handle, but I'm willing to say. Um, also, but the pacing is great. Like it, I was like, oh, it's such a long movie. It just is like one kid gets knocked off after the other, and you're like flying through this movie, and all of a sudden, Charlie has spoilers. Charlie has a chocolate factory. And you're like, wow. I've always was, wanted. That was to, quick. I've always wanted to smoke a joint and when watch the movie as an adult. Um, I did that with Alice in the Wonder and Alice in Wonderland. Um, the Johnny Depp version, and that was a lot of fun. So I can only imagine that the original Willy Wonka is a trip. <laughs> yeah, I want to do, what's the one where you sync up Pink Floyd with? Oh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, I've done that. Yeah. That one drags, though. Like, the, okay. the album actually helps it because the album doesn't drag, but the movie drags, where you're like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Chris, I know you had that handle you were so excited about this week. So uh, why don't you tell us... All about what you've been binging lately. Yeah, I have a, t- a handle that's totally mine and uh, no one else's. Uh, no, um, I, I do want to give just prior prior shout out to previous handle of Dropout TV Obert's handle because uh, uh, I I don't know I was I was sick and I was um I was I was looking for something I didn't want to get invested like too invested in anything. Lo, lo and behold. So I say at the beginning, I just wanted something funny I could put on to take my mind away from dying. You know, like that's all I wanted. And I remember in the back of my mind, I was like, Obert mentioned this streaming service about funny things. And I was like, that sounds exactly like what I want to watch. Funny. So um, so it was Dropout TV. Awesome. Awesome suggestion. But one show in particular that I would like to shout out is Game Changer on Dropout. Um, 
there's, I think, five seasons on there right now. And over the course of my COVID-ridden journey, I have binged all five. Uh, Game Changer is is a show where the game changes every week, and the players have the players on the show are improv comedians, and they don't know what they're playing at the time. So it's really funny as they like as they introduce the game elements and as they try to figure it out as the game goes along. And um, the the host is Sam Reich, and he's great. Like so, such a good host, and they do a lot of really ridiculous stuff. Like the games that they play are games I probably would have never thought of before like in one one in particular they end up singing a musical and another they end up doing just Simon Says and it's 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 pretty funny so um to piggyback on Obert's dropout handle from a long time ago um if you if you enjoy improv comedy if you enjoy um very funny characters whose whose line is it anyway yeah yeah whose line-esque kind of things um I would highly recommend paying for dropout and and checking out especially Game Changer. Um, and plus there's a bunch of other shows on there too, which is which are also great. But um I watched, I don't know, fifty hours of Game Changer in the last the last week. So um that, that makes a handle worthy for sure. Yeah, it, it, if you're gonna if you're gonna watch that much TV in that little time. It's it's really good. It's really good. It's really good, but like it's not I'm not going to say it's not, they're not all funny because most of them, like, there's definitely funny motives. But, like, it's also, like, really impressive sometimes, like, watching the the musical one and then, like, the Shakespearean one. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, these people are, like, singing this off ad-libbed. And I'm like, I could never. I can't even come up with a beer name in five minutes. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, you should, guys, definitely check it out. I've, I've been really enjoying it and I've moved on to other shows now. But very, very I have good. have never watched a single second of this this dropout TV. I have the the login. I have all the information. <laughs> Haven't done it. You'll you have to check it yeah. out. Hopefully, now that two people have recommended it to you, uh, you know, you gotta at least give it one episode's worth. You know. Yeah, I think True. I think I think it's worth it. If you, Chris, if you had one episode to recommend, Ooh. like, where would you tell somebody to start? Like, oh boy, the first makes some noise is very good. Um, which I think is the first episode of the whole show. Is it, is it really? Oh wow. Uh, where they like name an animal and they have to make the animal noise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I like all the Sam says, I think those are very good. Um, the few, the few that they've done, uh, I'm sure I can think of a few other ones if I really sat and like put my mind to it. But I will say I skipped the COVID season because it's like all like basically like all of us on a web. Yeah. And I'm like, it, it's uh, definitely much better. Do, I do that every week. There's <laughs> one episode in particular on the COVID season that you should watch if you haven't, because which one? It's a dress up one that Teo is on. Okay, I'll I I've seen the the uh, thumbnail. For I that one. I'll w- check. It I was out. dying. I was dying. Yeah. Like most of the COVID <laughs> ones are fine. You know. Oh, there's actually some some decent COVID ones, but the Teo one is the funniest by 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 a long shot. I am excited. Season six is coming out, and they said that like this is going to be their most ambitious season yet, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I, I, I like. I can't wait now. I, I, I wish I, I wish I hadn't binged it all, but I was just like, I would come home from, I not even come home. I would move from one chair to the couch chair and be like, uh, oh, I'm just gonna put on dropout and just watch it when the kids go to bed. So very funny. Okay, well, I'm going to take this frosty mug and I'm going to give it to Todd. So I'm going to recommend a health app. Um, recently, I was looking at potentially buying a whoop strap, if you guys know what that is. Something that kind of- There like, it is. 
yeah, there you go. Something that kind of monitors your 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 sleep habits, your recovery for workouts, how much exertion you're putting out through the day. Um, monitors, monitors your HRV, stuff like that. But I have an Apple Watch, and I was like, do I really need two fitness trackers? Because I really like my Apple Watch. It works really well with my iPhone. Um, I'm kind of ingrained in the, the Apple uh, universe. So I found this app called Athletic, and it's spelt slightly different than the word athletic it's it's spelled with a y it's spelled with a a a y um so it's yeah a t h y l i c athletic anyways it's pronounced athletic um and it basically does all the stuff that your whoop strap can do or a whoop strap does but with your eye or with your apple watch so if you're if you listeners out there are you know Still trying to keep your New Year's resolutions and still kind of keep that going strong. Um, but, you know, you've seen all these whoop straps and you're like, well, should I buy one or should I not? I say just try Athletic. Um, it does have a monthly fee. It's $2.99 a month. Or you can buy the whole year for, I think it was like like 12 bucks. Some um, discount, yeah. Yeah. So I, I tried it for the first month. I'm still within the first month. Um, I'm going to be buying the full year membership at the end of this month. It's it's awesome. Um, it does exactly what I was expecting the whoop strap to do. It saved me, I think a whoop strap's like four hundred bucks. Um, so I'm happy to I'm happy to give my twelve dollars a year to this company to save me three hundred dollars for a whoop strap purchase. And now I don't look like an idiot walking around with something on my left wrist and something on my right wrist. Um because that's that was my plan. That's what I was going to do. Um, but now that I have found athletic or athletic or however you want to say it, I don't have to do it. yeah, there you go. I don't have to do it anymore thanks to this app. Uh, would you recommend this app to someone who doesn't have a fitness tracker wristband? No, no. Okay, it if really only works if you have if you like, don't uh, have an Apple Fitbit Watch. Or... If you no, no, it only works with an Apple Watch. Okay. Um, that's it because it, it monitors your movement. It monitors the Apple Watch has a heart rate monitor, so it 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 can read your heart rate and kind of address. It, it can do all its calculations based on the heart rate that your that your watch is is getting. It needs the Apple Watch in order to do this. So if you don't have an Apple Watch, this is not a handle for you. I'm sorry, but most people who have app, who have iPhones generally have an Apple Watch now. I think Obert might be one of the lone holdouts. Um, but one day Obert will eventually buy an Apple watch and he'll, he'll download athletic and he'll be happy. Almost certainly. Um, this might get edited out, but I have to ask anyway, have you used the Apple health app? And like, I would assume that the Apple health app, like if this data is all collected by your Apple watch to begin with, or can be collected, like, why is it not in the Apple health app? Why do you need this special athletic app? Yeah, so this does different calculations that the Apple Health app doesn't do at this point in time. So it, it does, you know, um, rate your exertion that you've done at the gym and tells you your optimal amount of time to sleep and what your recovery was during your sleep and how good your sleep was. Apple Health surprisingly doesn't do a lot of that. Garbage um, poo poo app. It has a lot of the, it has all the information. Um, you can do it yourself if you want to learn how to do the calculations and learn how athletic does the calculations. Um, but there's no quick way to find it without doing the math yourself. This is basically just, it's annoying. I, I wouldn't be surprised if one day this app gets bought out by Apple health, kind of like dark sky got bought out and became Apple weather. Um, because I think that this this app does a lot of cool things that would enhance Apple Health or the the, the Apple Fit app, which is another app that I don't pay for, but they, it doesn't do that either. Um, so I could see this eventually being rolled into that. 
Okay. Well, I'm glad I asked because that was illuminating because I was like, I assume that it was, it was in there, but. Yeah. Um, no, it's no, strange. Two, for a couple bucks a month, you're already wearing the watch. You might as well. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the frosty mug, finish it off, top it off with some wisdomy wisdom. Um, hopefully I don't get COVID from Chris. I don't think it works that way, but you never it's know. It's the new one though. So COVID-24, yeah. you might be, again, it's, uh, it's direct eye contact transmitted. <laughs> so watch out. Um, so I have, I have two potential handles. One is a, uh, great new sauce. And the other one is a, another tabletop game that I've been recommending. A new sauce. Yeah, you want to hear about that one? Like like Alfredo, marinara, pesto, yeah. insert weird like one of those. sauce here? Yes, but instead of it being on uh, Italian noodles, it's on Mexican food. Okay, now, all right. You know what? We, we very rarely have sauce handles. That's what I'm thinking. So this is um, my girlfriend's favorite Mexican place in San Jose is called La Vix, La Victoria's. They have this world-renowned orange sauce that um, she loved. I didn't realize it was such a big deal, but I found a clone recipe online and was like, okay, we'll try and make it. And it's basically, you take, you buy some dried chilies at the store, some vegetable oil, you roast up some tomatoes, some onions, and put it all in a blender. Granted, it's kind of a lot of work, um, especially taking, de-seeding the chilies. But um, the amazing sauce that comes out of this will take your tacos from like a seven to like an eleven. It's 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 a spicy sauce, but it's not overpowering heat. It's just like a creamy, delicious, amazing sauce that you can see. Like I think this restaurant was built on this sauce. To be honest, I think that's what makes this such a good thing. That um, I used it so far. Like again, tacos, nachos. Um, I've even used it as like a chicken marinade, and it's really good. The only problem is the shelf life is short. It's like two weeks to a month. So the and the the amount of sauce that you get with one batch is like too much to do in two weeks to a month. Can you freeze it? I don't know. I did. I'll t- give you an update <laughs> when I take it out of the freezer. <laughs> And let you know how it turns out if it's still if it's still good. But, but like a lot of this, a lot of the sauce is vegetable oil, so I'm worried that when I take it out of the freezer, it's gonna have separated. You know, like what kind of vegetable oil? Like like vegetable vegetable oil? Yeah, that one. Those vegetables, <laughs> whatever the vegetables they use to make vegetable oil, that that vegetable oil, <laughs> not the olive vegetable oil. Um, are olives vegetables? They're fruit. I that I just learned weird. I just learned that in the past couple weeks. Imagine asking for fruit salad and getting olives. Well, that'd be like getting a tomato. Yeah. Imagine getting a tomato and olive fruit salad. <laughs> anyway, Lavix orange sauce, um, secret recipe. You can also buy some from the website, but it's like ridiculously expensive. Um, but I'll, I will share the secret with our listeners. I will put it in our show notes. And you too can make some Lavix orange sauce or bonus um, head on the frosty mug. Next time you're in San Jose, go to La Victoria's and get something with their orange sauce on it if you don't want to make the sauce yourself. All right. I'm always up for new sauces, so I was kind of excited for you to bring something. So, And before we get to the outro, I want to say, I think it was a year ago today on the Chinese New Year episode where I recommended the Lao Gang Ma Chinese Chili Crisp sauce, the topping. I've been adding it to my ramen 
it is a total game changer. It elevates your ramen to another dimension. Like the ramen it, that we used to eat in college? Uh, you don't eat ramen anymore? I It's like a regular part of my diet. No, it's it's got too much sodium now. Mm, that's fair. That's top, fair. Top I'm ramen, so- like mach, Machuman? Yeah, I like the, yeah, the Machuman brand. <laughs> Chris, do you eat ramen? Um, it, no. More recently, it's been added back in. We don't use the flavor packets, though. We like cook it with like chicken mm. and broccoli and stuff like that. So it's just the noodles. So the chili crisp, I'm telling you, Chris, it it's like never having salt before and adding salt to your diet. That's how big of a game. Did you it is. did you get this off Amazon? Is that what you said, or can you get it on Amazon? Or no, it's in a. I bought it at the Chinese grocery store, but you can probably find it at the regular grocery store too. All right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, those are my two my two sauces for tonight. I like it. So with that, we'd like to thank you for listening. Um, we will thank the breweries that provided today's beers, and I will thank Treehouse for the Green Machine IPA. I will thank nobody. I'll thank myself. I was like waiting for Chris. I, I, like, I realized, I was like, this is what I normally go. I'll thank, I'll thank, thank Dogfish Head for COVID their Japanese spruce, a festive rice lager. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. I want to thank uh, Great Notion for Ripe. Uh, please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Um, head over to Discord. Join the live conversation over there. Uh, go look to vote for uh, who has the best uh, beer name. Do that. And then, obviously, that's that's not me, so don't vote for me. Um, and then, you know, make sure you keep an eye open for uh, Mr. Oscar 2024 nominations coming. Obviously, we will reveal them on the podcast first before we put them up there. But that's where you can come participate. Um, all it costs is nothing. You have to download the Discord app, uh, click the link in our description, and join over there. Um, head over to Patreon as well if you'd like to donate to the, the podcast monetarily. Um, that's the best way to do it for as little as a dollar a month. You can support this podcast, and it helps us do cool things like go on our trip to Asheville that we did in 2022. We didn't do anything in 2023. Not you enough. Also pay- get, you also get more voting yes. on Mr. Oscar. So another good reason to sign up for the Patreon. Not enough patrons, though, to send us to Asheville again in 2023. <sighs> As I said, the listeners, we're, we're, we're going to have it out soon, guys. Um, and finally, head over to your favorite podcast app. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. Um, and if you don't want to do that, just tell your friends and family about us uh, verbally. That's a good way, too. You're sitting at a bar, hear somebody talking about podcasts, be like, hey, I know a funny podcast about three guys, well, maybe two guys you like and one guy that you don't like because he keeps on making fun of you guys um, about how much you know how much they like beer. And if they like beer, too, let them come join us. And with that, my name's Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Um, if you're in a bar and you see someone using sign language to ask for recommendations, you don't need to tell them. <laughs> we don't, a deaf community, we're not interested in having them as our listeners. Wow. They, uh, Take it as strong. A downloads a, no, a download's a download. You think that, yeah, just download the show. Maybe, the de- you know the what? deaf listeners probably, are my favorite listeners. There's probably an app now where it takes the podcast and just turns it into text like the transcript does. That's another thing. We do have the transcripts, so you, you can be deaf and enjoy the podcast. That's very true. We're, we're ahead of the game. So you know what? I, I don't know of another podcast that actually does transcribe their podcast via ChatGPT. We're the only one. We are the only deaf favorable podcast on the planet. Yes. You heard it here first. We love the deaf. We always have. <laughs> they love us. Listen, the record uh, shows, as much the as record they love shows I 
love the deaf. I said so before. You know, you know, you know what we're gonna do, especially for our deaf listeners. We're gonna read the transcripts out loud on on Patreon. So, like, we'll read through the transcripts on Patreon, okay? Oh, and, and one final thing: the Las Vegas Aces win the WNBA championship last year. Let's go! Let's go! Mountain time. <laughs>